0: Hi, welcome to Life Take Shape. I'm Denise Maline, And I'm Trisha Beckham. Join us as we discuss what has shaped our lives so you can get your life in shape. Welcome to Life Take Shape. I'm Trisha Beckham. Denise is not with me for this episode, but my guest today is Kimberly Mancini. Welcome to the podcast, Kimberly. Thank
1: you. Thank you for having me. Kim. I, I should have said Kim Mancini. Yeah, I go by Kim. I have Kimberly on my Facebook. Um, yes. Because I like it, <laughs> but nobody ever calls me that. So yes, Kim is good. Kim is fine. Kim and I went
0: to high school together, but we haven't seen each other, honestly, probably since the day we graduated. Well, that's not true. Were you at the 20-year reunion?
1: I was, yes. Oh, so and that's the, the last time
0: we saw each other. Yes, no. I did. Remember, it was like a two-part. Yes. Friday night, we went to just a bar and grill. Did right. you go to that? I did.
1: I, so I saw you there. That's the last time I saw you. Okay. There were a lot of people there. Yeah. <laughs> we probably didn't even talk, though. I don't even know. <laughs> no. I'm sure we didn't. If we looked back at
0: pictures, we're probably in the same picture, but we Maybe. probably said nothing to each other, which right. is terrible. I know. But anyways, so it's we're been friends. a long time. Right. But we're Facebook friends, so. Which, which means we're just friends, right? It's right. just. I see what's going on in your life. But you see what's going on in mine. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So after the the big tada in 1991, when we graduated from El Toro High School, where did you head off? Where did you go?
1: Well, for um, in the beginning, I didn't go anywhere. I stayed home and did uh, community college for a couple years till I figured out what I wanted to be when I grew up. <laughs> I still didn't know. <laughs> Um, so I ended up transferring after I got my associate's degree to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. Awesome. Yes, yeah, So that's um, my whole, I have a long line of family who went there before me and after me. So that was always my dream to go to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo.
0: That was my dream to go to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, and I didn't get in. So you must have had better grades than I did, and I was devastated (sighs) because I love San Luis Obispo, and not a lot of people know about that school, but it's a Cal Poly, which is, it's kind of challenging to get into. It's not just a a
1: state school. Right. You know, it is challenging to get into, and I didn't get in. (laughs) I didn't get in. I didn't get in when I applied to go there
0: either. My grades okay, were okay. I feel a little better. I feel a little better. Tell me how you got in then.
1: Okay, so I had decent grades. I did not have a four I had decent grades, but not not decent enough. I did. I still did not know what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I applied under um, a business major because it's generic, and I figured. I could do anything with a business major. Right. Well, that was an impacted major. And so I didn't realize to get in there, you had to have all the stellar grades. And, um, so I got my letter of sorry, you're not accepted. Um, of course I was devastated because I had no plan B that was the only college I applied to, you know, my whole family went there. Yeah. So, um, this is terrible. I don't know, but, um, my, so my dad went there my dad my mom and my dad went there um, and they ended up meeting getting married the day after graduation um, wow and my dad was still on the Alumni Association and he still through his, um, his career choice he was still in contact with the head of a different department that was not impacted and um <laughs> I resubmitted my application under a different major, and uh, that major was crop science. I love and, it. Um, I and <laughs> I did not love it. I Here I am coming <laughs> from Orange County, wanting right. to we're, be we're a, kind of like princesses right. down in Orange County. And I wanted to be a business major, and I'm applying. I'm going to an ag school, which was fine, but under a crop science major. And so- um, I got in and first couple of weeks were really rough. Um, I was learning about tractors and uh, not at all what I wanted to be learning about. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, that's how I got in. Good so, for you.
0: Yes. We're, you know what? the
1: system? That's so right. How many,
0: was it like a semester of crop science? Or, I mean, were you like
1: two years in to crop science? Well, no. So I knew right away that that was not for me. Like from okay. day one, I <laughs> stuck out like a sore thumb. I did not fit into this group. <laughs> um. So funny story. I mean, if that's not already enough, but funny story. One of the general ed classes that I was taking that first quarter, I think it was on a quarter system. Um, was a history class. And so you've got people from all different majors in this class. And the right. teacher, the the instructor, went around the classroom and had everybody introduce themselves and what their major was. So I'm like, okay, well, let's hear what all these majors are because I'm shopping around because I am yeah. not. I'm not staying in this major, so I need to, of like, course. you know. And so there was a girl in the class, and um, she – I she was very pretty and seemed like a nice girl. I didn't know her at all, but um, you know I'm here, brand new, looking to make friends. Also, and um, when I got to her, I was very curious what her major was, and she um, she said it was ornamental horticulture.
0: Ornamental horticulture, which is which is what.
1: Right. I, exactly. I didn't know what it was either. So I went home after class and I opened up my big catalog of majors, you know, remember this is before the internet, so I couldn't just Google it or look it up. I had to look through the catalog and go to the page, ornamental horticulture. And, um, basically in a nutshell, it's the study of plants. Um, so Ornamental would be, you know, visually, aesthetically pleasing plants. So it could be for your landscape. It could be cut flowers, um, herbs, produce, any of that kind of umbrella. So, yeah. um, Yeah. So I uh, was intrigued. And so the next quarter I took some, I signed up for some classes and I really enjoyed it. So I ended up changing my major to horticulture. Um, they ended up changing the name of it to environmental horticultural science. So it wow. is. A, I know it's a mouthful. <laughs> That's
0: so cool, and it, I feel like it's kind of kind of related to crop science, but not like you're still right. in the environment. You're still in kind of growing and producing right. things in right? plants,
1: exactly. Yes, but so I ended up still getting my business. Um so I I had a science major but I had my concentration was in sales and services. So I still took the business side of it. I learned all the science you know, and yeah, plant ID and all that kind of stuff. Don't ask me anything right now because it's been a long time. <laughs> don't send you pictures from my uh, front yard. No. Kim, what, Kim, what is this and why is it not growing? Right. So I do end up uh, sending those to my husband and I'm like, help. I need help here. I don't know. <laughs> so, but um, anyway, my, that girl that was in my uh, history class, she and I are still friends to this day, we became really good friends. And um, yeah, so that was kind oh, of a so cool, fun story. Because obviously, then we had the major together. So we had, had lots of classes together and had a lot in common. So, so great. yeah, I
0: love it. I love it. So then you graduate with this degree, right? Yes. Yes. And then you did you go into that field? Or what did you do next?
1: I did. Um, I would have loved to have stayed in San Luis Obispo. It's a gorgeous area, but um, I wasn't able to find any work to to stay there. So I ended up going back home, and I um, I applied and worked for a uh, wholesale nursery. So as a major wholesale nursery, and they grew and produced and sold plants to. Um, Retail nurseries and a lot of big box stores that have garden centers. Okay. So so like
0: your Home Depot, Lowe's, like they would
1: sell out to that. I'm trying
0: to think of other nurseries we had around Um,
1: Green Thumb, I think was. Oh, that's right. Um, Yep. So that was like a small chain. There were a lot of other ones. Um, Okay. You know, just nurseries, garden centers. They were, I'm trying to remember. There's a lot of them around there. Rogers Gardens. Um so, yeah, I was, I started out customer service sales. I moved up into uh, inside sales. I had uh, territories in states like Idaho, Utah. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Which And so you're traveling up to these to go see your I clients? I didn't so much. It was more of an inside sales. Um, we did over the phone. Sometimes I would travel. Like once a year I'd come out and visit clients and stuff. And then um, – see how they're doing and that kind of thing and then I ended up overseeing some um sales reps in other states also so that's it was cool it was nice I was there for seven years um it was that's a, a long time for first job that's a long time I know I loved it yeah it was it was fun definitely Okay, so seven years you
0: did that and where does your when does your husband show up
1: in this big life story <laughs> that you're telling us yes well um another funny story um <laughs> the day when I went in to go interview for my job right out of college um I walked into the Uh, reception area and you know there for my interview and he happened to be standing there in the reception area and I found this out years later um, (laughs) after we started dating and were engaged to get married but my boss who hired me told me later she said I have to tell you that day that you walked in to interview As soon as you left, Toby ran into my office and told me, he said, you need to hire her. (laughs) That's awesome. That's
0: the best thing ever. Yes.
1: So anyway, so he told her to hire me and we were friends for, um, we're just coworkers and friends for the first couple of years. Um years so it was love at first sight for Toby and he's waiting years for
0: you to come around.
1: (laughs) Yes. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't looking for anything at the time. I was just looking to get my career started. So we were just friends. (laughs) You know what? They say that's the basis
0: for every good marriage. It's just friends first.
1: Right. Right.
0: How long have you guys been married? I mean, you're
1: a testament to this being true. Yes. So we once we started dating, it was kind of quick. Um, six months later, he proposed. Four months later, we were married. And in November, it will be 24 years that we've been married.
0: Wow! Congratulations. That is an incredibly huge accomplishment.
1: Yes. Yep. It's been um, It's been a road. <laughs> <laughs> lots of good mostly good yeah yes. it's,
0: it's no joke people are like oh marriage is wonderful and I'm like listen you don't need to lie to me <laughs> it is it is wonderful it is wonderful. And a beautiful thing but yeah. it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and there's a lot of struggle involved and it takes two people that are super committed
1: that's right absolutely definitely we went into it saying we were never gonna say the D word. So um Good that's for you. always been, yep. Yeah. And you know, we both so we both are horticulture by background. Um so, you know, we do have that in common. We both really enjoy gardening and um and all things plants. So <laughs> Yeah. I mean you have to have you have to
0: have some real serious things in common. Otherwise it's real right. easy to drift apart. Right. Yes, so, for sure. And change. You know, you change over 23, 24 years. You're not the same people. And it's about changing into the same direction instead of in two opposite directions, which you have to be intentional about.
1: Exactly. That's exactly. You're exactly right. So, For sure. All right. So
0: seven years at the nursery. And then where, so how many years were you working in the nursery when you guys got married?
1: Let's see. We were. I was probably there for five years before we got married. We'd, yeah, he ended up changing companies, and then ultimately we ended up relocating um, out of Orange County and going up to the Central Valley um, to Visalia. And uh, so when we did that, I um, I left there, and I we just we moved up to Visalia. So. Um, That was the end of my horticulture (laughs) career career. (laughs) at that point, yeah.
0: So you moved up there so he could work someplace else? He got another job?
1: Yes, yeah. Okay. Yes. That was not my dream place. That was not. Yeah, no. No. That's nobody's dream place. No. Unless you're growing lettuce. Right. You don't want to go there, right? Right. I am growing lettuce now, but I still don't want to go there. (laughs) (laughs) it's just a perfect climate for lettuce romaine specifically
0: so anyways these are the things I know about yes
1: so that was just kind of a a little jump for us we were only there for like three years and then we moved moved to Idaho where and so did you want to get back into
0: it when you moved up there or what was your what was your thinking like I'll find something or eh
1: well, by then, we had kids, and okay. yeah, so then my life took a different a different direction at that point, so um, I knew I wanted to be home with the kids. So, of course. Yeah, so. And you have three kids? We have three kids, yes, so they are all teenagers. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff. I know. My oldest, Brandon, is 17. Um, He's going to be a senior next year. My next, my middle daughter is 16. She will be a junior next year. And then my youngest is currently 13, and she turns 14 on Friday, which is the first.
0: Oh, happy birthday to her, Yes.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: Exciting. So three, three has to be much more challenging than the two that I have. Right, two is is manageable. Three is just
1: chaos. Three is chaos. It definitely is chaos because um, they're very close together. My oldest two are um, nine months and three days apart. Oh goodness! Oh goodness!
0: Let's cut that one close.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, not biologically, I, <laughs> I not that crazy (laughs) (laughs) well it doesn't matter biologically or not you had two
0: babies I had nine months apart nine months
1: apart yes so I had one not even we're just starting to crawl when I had um Caitlin, my middle daughter so yeah it was a little hectic and then uh, they were toddlers when my youngest came. My goal was get to get the first two out of diapers before the third was born so that was definitely did you
0: achieve that did you achieve that objective?
1: I did I potty trained Brendan and Caitlin together
0: yep. <laughs> Which is hilarious because boys
1: are late and yep. girls are early when it comes to potty training. So exactly. that was perfect. Exactly. I waited on him and then I pushed her along so I could just do them all. Okay, let's all go to the bathroom, make a big production of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will put on music. We will do
0: That's hilarious. So it's kind of nice because you're not working. You've got your kids and you're Uh a, you're a stay at home
1: mom. Are you, are you happy being a stay at home mom? What do you, what do you think? I am. I love it, but I, I've always been, um, I have to have other things going on. So I've never just been a stay at home mom. I, um, I also Actually, right when, um, right after Brandon was born and I was pregnant with Caitlin, I became a fitness instructor. I sort of, yes, I was seven months pregnant with her and I did my certification to be a group fitness instructor. So that was. Seven months pregnant. You have to be the only pregnant person that's ever done this, (laughs) I'm thinking. (laughs) You know, the, the one minute wall sit was a little challenging (laughs) (laughs) with a big belly in front of me, but yeah. So I kind of just stumbled on that. I've, I've been in fitness. Um, I've kind of been a gym rat my whole life. I grew up in the gym. My, um, Mom, I have my youngest memories are going to the gym with my mom to her jazzercise classes and um, going to the daycare. So wow, yeah, wow.
0: So the gym is kind of home, your second home.
1: Yes, definitely. I I would say so. Yep.
0: So, but what made you? Were you just like sitting around one day, like you know what? I'm bored. I want to do something else. Or how did you even get the idea to become a fitness instructor?
1: Well, I was asked too. I was invited to become a fitness instructor. Actually, I just, I was going to the gym, my regular gym, and I became friends with some of the um, other trainers and instructors there. And um, they encouraged me to become an instructor. They just said, you know what, you would be you would make an amazing instructor, you should certify, you know, and we could really use more um, trainers here. So I did. I, I didn't, I didn't think I wanted to, cause I really like to just go and zone out and let somebody else tell me what to do. Right. Me um, too. Yeah. But it was so much fun. I loved it. So um, I've been doing that ever since. And I've, I kept telling everybody I knew, I said, this is the greatest stay at home mom gig there is. You get. Absolutely. Yes. You get to work out. You get a free gym membership. You get paid to work out. You have to be there. So you can't make excuses for not going. Yeah. And then childcare, you know, it was the. It's absolutely free. Yeah. It's crazy. Seriously. I'm like, everybody should be doing this and you lose your baby weight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It's like the perfect combination, the
0: perfect timing. Everything's great about it.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so so when you
0: started out, what classes were you teaching? Did we have some, was it still like step class? What, yes. did we, what yeah, was yeah. on the list?
1: Oh yeah. It was step. That was so much fun. I loved step class, but um, my knees didn't love it so much after so many years of I, it. <laughs> I know, but I'm telling you, what is it like? And around
0: the world and over the top and the grapevine behind your step. I mean, I just, I love step. Yes. We need, to, we need to bring it back in full force. I that must. would
1: be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. To go retro, old school step. We should. We should. <laughs> so, yeah. and so, what else did so, you teach besides um, step? You know, I did kickboxing, um, strength, just a lot of strength training classes primarily. Um, yeah. And it's just evolved over the years. One thing I don't do is anything that involves dancing. So <laughs> you're not the Zumba instructor that everybody's lining up for. No, you don't want to see me dance. I'm all thumbs.
0: <laughs> you know, everybody keeps trying to talk me to go to Zumba. Go, and I really don't do classes. I haven't done group classes. Uh-huh. In years and years and years when I did them I loved them but I've moved Uh away well that's not true I do a hit class once a week on Saturdays which I love but um everybody's like go to Zumba and I'm like okay so you know I've been outside and I've peered in and I've been like I absolutely cannot do that I just know I know my limitations right I'm not gonna go in there and do that and everybody's like oh everybody can do it I'm like yeah but
1: I don't know if everybody should
0: be right
1: (laughs) And I definitely don't want people following my lead doing yeah, it either. No. So, yeah, I do hit classes now too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I've just, I've really enjoyed it over the years for sure. Do you work at one gym or do you have a couple gyms? Like how do you? I'm at gym? a couple different gyms. I'm at a larger um, chain in the area. So I teach at a couple different locations there. And then I'm at a smaller um, women's only studio.
0: Oh, cool!
1: Um, yeah, love it. Yeah, so definitely, it's been um, it's been a lot of fun over the years.
0: Yeah, the most distracting thing about the gym, especially when you're newly divorced, are the men. So it's important that there's female-only places to right. work. Maybe I should maybe I should look into that. You
1: should. <laughs> there's quite a few. Well, I don't know. I mean, there are here in Idaho. There's some. Yeah. Um, but definitely, it has it's perks. <laughs> I'm sure. I can, I can think of a lot like,
0: Hey, are you done with those dumbbells? And I'm like, really? Is that your opening line? Move along, right. work out. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So at, at 49 years. What, yes. Thank I you mean, for that. I know. Right. <laughs> Just cause I'm 49 and I don't want to be alone.
1: So you right. have to come with we me. We did graduate together.
0: Yeah. I know. To the last stop in our 40s. Right. fitness-wise, I mean, you've always been fit. Yeah. You just keep getting fitter. So either, first of all, knock it off.
1: And second of all, what is going on that you're getting even more fit now? Okay, so this is crazy. Um, When I was younger, even though I've grown up in the gym, I want to say back in high school, I was a little bit, um, I called myself pudgy, fuller-faced, fuller, fuller, I guess you could just say. Um, and so I've always, me too. I don't remember that
0: about you, but I was definitely that way.
1: I, so I've always had to work at it. It's not just like, oh, I wake up and I'm fit. It's definitely something I work at, but it's, it's something that, you know, I'm passionate about. I'm, I love health. I love fitness and it makes me feel good. Um, so I've fluctuated over the years, but as I've gotten older, I've gotten more fit. However, the summer of 2020, when the world shut down, (laughs) terrible time, terrible time, things took a turn. And I went, yes, I went from teaching um, about 10 plus classes a week and doing them, pretty much doing each of the classes um, with everybody to everything coming to a screeching halt. Right, All of a sudden, we find ourselves at home and trying to motivate ourselves to get out of our pajamas (laughs) for the day. (laughs) The struggle was real. Seriously, what's the point? I'm not going to see anybody anyway. I have nowhere to go. But um, So I was trying to challenge myself to do a workout at home or go for a walk or something, anything. And I just couldn't push myself at home. So, you know, also eating uh, drinking, all the things. It just, it wasn't conducive. You know, this whole thing was supposed to be about health, but health yeah. took a turn it in a did. different direction. Our, our health,
0: Yeah. Our health all suffered from right in multiple ways.
1: Our physical mental, health, mental health. Yes, right. Exactly. So, um, you know, everything. And I'm, I'm not the only one. As I'm talking to lots of people, a lot of other people went through the same thing. So I put on a little weight. Um, and as did my husband, we both put some weight on. And, you know, the average person might look at me and say, oh, you know, you're still fit. You're still fine. But um, I could tell the difference. My wedding ring didn't fit anymore. And that was, you know devastating I've been married yeah. for almost 20 well at the time 22 years and yeah now my wedding ring doesn't fit so I had I took it off to put lotion on and then I couldn't get it back on my fingers and that was you know like okay this is not cool yeah. um getting soft around the middle rolls all that kind of stuff so um even when things open back up and I was back to my regular fitness routine i couldn't lose what I put on during COVID that was my new normal and right. as I started getting closer to 50 I was not gonna take it anymore I'm like you know what this is not gonna be the re- my new normal for the second chapter right 50 is yeah. just the halfway mark right <laughs> it's just the halfway mark and right? I just, I had the same realization and again
0: it's that people look at you and they go you're fit you're fine and you're like Look at, I'm not an obsessive person, but right. this actually, this isn't fine for me, right. Right? It may, right? It may be fine for you. That may be your level of fitness. But it was like that wake up call
1: I needed to be like, you know what? Something's got to give. Exactly. Yes. And so, you know, here I am approaching 50 and I am, my whole philosophy also early on 20s and 30s was I can work out to um, adjust for The food that I'm eating. I would say I mostly have been a healthy eater, mostly. But it's those little things that were sabotaging me that I didn't realize, you know, the spoonful of Nutella, and then maybe the second or the third Spoonful of you can't stop it. You can't stop it. One. I mean, why would you? I'm like, just one more. Just one
0: more. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no calories in it because you can't count calories if it fits in a spoon. If it fits in the spoon, except if you look at how many are
1: in a tablespoon, (laughs) you'll see. (laughs) And then you're like, whoops! I guess I should have tracked that. Yes, which is another thing. Tracking is hard. I'm. It's hard. It's impossible. I've tried to challenge myself. Okay, I'm going to track what I eat and log what I eat. But then again, yeah, I'm not going to log that spoonful of Nutella. Are you kidding me? Come on. We play my, our tricks with ourselves. We, you yeah. know, lie to ourselves. Okay, three chips is not even worth logging. So why would I even log that, you know? So yeah. I would start out all gung-ho. A week would go by, and then I would get whatever. I couldn't do it anymore, and then – I'd throw in the towel. So that didn't work for me. And then the other thing is I would feel by the end of the day, like, oh, my gosh, I'm out of calories. I yes. had like what? I still haven't had dinner. I've had all my calories for the day. So it was like that kind of thing that stressed me out. So counting calories, counting macros, counting proteins, all those things, that doesn't work for me. Um, it's, it's too much for my brain to process. I have to keep things simple and easy to follow. And um, so I just really needed to switch the way that I was thinking, you know, after I couldn't keep working out as hard as I was working out for another thing, because, you know, I I wake up every morning and my joints would hurt, my muscles would hurt, and I'd get out of bed and I'd be moaning and groaning, everything hurt so bad. And I'm like, I am working out so much more than anybody else I know. And I'm getting softer, like this layer of fat around the outside won't go away. And I can, I don't even know what to do at this point. I can't work out anymore. Yeah, my body won't do it. So I realized I really needed to, you know, change the way that I'm eating and how I'm looking at food. So um,
0: well, and there's that old adage that, you know, you always hear this, uh, working out is 60%, nutrition is 40%, or it's 80% exactly. working out. and You know, it's this kind of, so where where are you at with these percentages? So what would you say?
1: It's more nutrition. I'd say more 70, 30, 70%, maybe even 80, 20 nutrition versus um, fitness. Yeah. Both Both are important, but if you can't, if you don't have your nutrition dialed in, it doesn't matter how much you work out. You're not going to get yeah. the results that you want. I've seen people coming to, you know, my classes for years and, you know, nothing, nothing changes. Not, they're just, you know, not making any forward progress, negative, yeah. backward progress, whatever. It's just kind of that's where they're at. And um, and that's where I was at, too. Um, you know, you, you can't outrun your fork.
0: You so can,
1: I love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that so much. I'm going to put it on a t-shirt. I'm going to make stickers. Everybody right? needs that. Right.
1: <laughs> I know. I so think people,
0: that's what they do. And, you know, here's the other thing that I see too, is people go, well, I worked out today, so I am going to eat the donut. Yes. Right? right. I worked out today, so I'm going to eat the pizza. And I go, oh man, you know, right. you just undid
1: what you did. You yeah, undid. Right. Exactly. I know. And, you know, they the other fun saying that, I like is that um, abs are made in the kitchen. So good.
0: So, so yes. true.
1: Yes. And I've I've heard that before, but until I actually experienced it, I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I get yeah. it. Yeah. So um, basically, you know, people just really need to dial in their nutrition. And what's so great is that now, what I've learned. For me, um, I'm able to help other people because people saw me at the gym and, you know, people have been coming to my class for a long time and they say, oh, yeah, yeah, you're fit. But then they watched me transform into like, you know, now my muscles are super defined, literally like within a month. It was crazy. Yeah. And I had backed off my exercise while I really focused on, I gave my body a break for a little bit and I just focused on- my nutrition and I was able to get rid of the layer of fat, the outside layer of fat, the subcutaneous layer of fat that cushions, you know, hides all the muscles underneath. And as soon as I was able to get that gone, then, um, you know, I, my definition just popped out. So now I have all these people coming up to me like, oh my gosh, what did you do? What'd you do? So I'm like, okay, I have to share this with people yeah, it's exciting
0: and and you and Toby kind of have done this together right so yes how yeah. did you what did you say like honey you're fat let's go because he wasn't I mean he no, wasn't fat at all he wasn't
1: no but he was not um in his happiest healthiest self either and he knew it but I didn't tell him I wasn't going to say you need to lose weight I I <laughs> I did you're it. smart. This is why you're right? still married. This I would have why... been
0: like I would have been like, "Look at. You're fat <laughs> and you need to you need to fix it."
1: <laughs> yes. was like I'm going to get healthy. Maybe you want to too? Exactly. That's it. I did it for me. I just wanted to do it for me because I wasn't happy with where I was at and the direction I was going. And it was, you know, even if it was just putting on a pound a year or 2 yes. pounds a year in 10 years, that's 20 pounds, you know. So I was I kept calm, um, fighting, try like as every time I get on the scale, I'm like, there's another pound, there's another pound. What the heck is happening here? I don't even know how to stop yeah. this. It's out of control. So yeah. I wanted to do it for me. And, um, so I was all ready to go. And then he just said, he's like, all right, what's, what are we doing? What's the plan? What do you got lined up for us tomorrow? Cause I, even, I I'm like, that. Oh my gosh, you want to do this with me? I would love that. So,
0: and it makes it so, so my, I can't tell you know how many times I my husband would go on kind of a, a diet or an, a new eat, a new way of eating and then uh-huh. I wouldn't be on board and then I'd go on and, and then he wouldn't be on board and we just really weren't as
1: successful because we weren't doing it together so exactly right. so it definitely is um, nice to have your significant other um, on board and doing it with you. Although he would have just been eating what I was making for dinner anyway, but because he this didn't is, really have a choice. He didn't have a choice in the matter. No, but, um, yes, it was nice that he, he wanted to do it with me. So we are both, we both have surpassed our goals. Um, my goal, it was only 10 pounds that I wanted to lose, but 10 pounds was 10 pounds. It's a lot. Yeah. It's right. a lot. It was for me. And so I'm down um, about 14 pounds. Wow. I know. know. And if
0: if anybody, and we'll put like, all you get to choose the pictures, but I put it on my social media so people know, you know, who you are. Yeah. But, you know, before you're like, yeah, Kim's in great shape. And then when you started posting the transformation photos, I'm like, what in the world is she doing? I mean, it was, it was
1: crazy. You went from super fit to super fitter. Yes, I know. And I'm, I'm almost 50 and I am the, in the best shape. I'm the most fit that I've ever been. So that's what's it. super exciting too. Yeah. Um, and then and my husband, his goal was 15 pounds. He's down 20. So, wow, yes. Wow. And the smaller amount of weight that you have to lose, the harder it is. Yeah, I do you know what they say,
0: like anything under 20 is super challenging. Right. Yeah.
1: Cause it's, it's just some tweaks, you know, that I had yeah. to make. So um, but it, it was significant tweaks that I made. So, and it made all the difference for sure. So, you know, and other things like he went and had his blood work done and he was always um, borderline pre-diabetic, high cholesterol, yeah. Yeah. Um, re- you know, in the 200s and he went in a couple of weeks ago and he, his blood work was the best It's ever been, as long as I've known him. That's amazing. It is amazing. So now I'm like, okay, so we're both just approaching our midway. You know, we're going to do the second half together, and we're both – I don't want him having a heart attack on me, you know? Right? Yeah. You're not leaving me now. We're in this (laughs) for the long haul. That's right. That's right. So we're just halfway through. We're just getting started here on this journey. But, um, yeah, so it's –
0: You say you made some tweaks. Uh-huh. What can you give us a couple I, again we don't want you to you know right. give away the whole farm because this is your business and you can right. make money at it but give us like some little tips that if i was walking down the street and i said hey i don't have any money but if i want to look like you just one little thing what should i do
1: <laughs> well probably the biggest thing i could tell you is um water to drink yeah. lots of water water is your friend um okay. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a huge huge thing. Um <laughs> you got to flush away the the fat cells basically and fill them with water. So, I know I wasn't drinking enough water, but that would be Me neither. Um, water's your do, friend. But
0: it is. Well, and, yeah. you know, you get to a point where uh, that's all I drink. I well, I drink alcohol, but I also drink yeah. water. And other than water, like I don't drink sodas. I don't drink juices. I do a little bit of coffee in the morning, but that's uh-huh. it. If it's not a little bit of coffee in the morning and water, I'm not drinking it. And sometimes, yeah. you know, people are drinking a ton of calories. Just right.
1: Right. Yes, I know. That's, and people don't realize it. You know, they go get their coffee drinks and those kind of oh, like- yeah. 800,000 calories right there in those coffee drinks. And you don't even know that they're drinking it. Yeah. I always say
0: stop giving McDonald's a hard time and let's start looking at Starbucks frappuccinos.
1: Yes, exactly. It's yes, it's terrible. But um, so another little fun thing that you can take with you is uh, when you drink water, when you drink, you shrink. (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh I love it we're just going to have a whole line of t-shirts when this I know. is over <laughs> we're going to open a store fitness shirt right. for everyone yeah That's a
1: great so one. you can't shrink the fat cells without water so that would probably be one of the, the biggest things um, and That's then one. yeah and really um, you know eating smaller meals throughout the day um, yeah. just more keeping... frequently right um, keeping your metabolism going, you know, like when your your car is running along, it just needs, it just needs fuel and gas and all that stuff just to keep going. And so your body needs that too. You don't want to have those blood sugar um, peaks and drops and all yeah. that. Your metabolism just goes haywire with that. So yeah, yeah. I have a, I have
0: a I have a friend who always says to me, "Oh, I forgot to eat." And I just yeah. look at him and I go, how do you forget to eat? He's like, I just don't do it. And I'm like, right. oh, for God's sakes. Like, I, that's not my problem. I no. don't have that problem. No, right? me neither. a lot of us do this breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And what you're right. saying is cut that out because it's
1: just, that's not enough. Right, right. How many yeah. meals do you, how many meals do you think you eat a day? Not meals. You six. eat six times a day. I eat six times a day. On my long days, sometimes it's seven. Sometimes I get up really early because I have an early morning class to teach or something. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I eat six times a day. And, and um,
0: of those six times, what do you think your
1: smallest caloric intake is? Like, are you eating a snack of 100? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and you know, it's just enough just to keep me going. And um, so you're not... You're not making unhealthy choices. The other thing is going into your day with a plan um, yeah. because just like with anything in life, if you, if you're going to wing it, maybe you'll succeed. Maybe you won't. You have like a <laughs> yeah. 50, 50 chance. But if you go into anything, you know, um, that goes for everything. If you go into it, it with a plan. So I have my day planned out. I know what, my snacks are going to be I know what I'm going to eat throughout the day. And so I just, you know, I have that structure. So I'm not reaching for something that I know is not good for me. I'm not standing in front of the refrigerator eating a bag of chips trying to figure out what to eat, because yeah. I, <laughs> I already true. know. Yeah. So really, it just what I've learned um, is that it needs to be simple. Yeah. And it needs to be easy to follow. Um, I try not to overcomplicate things, make it too difficult. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I I don't count calories or protein or macros. I don't even macros. I don't even know how to even do any of that stuff. I'm telling you, I need <laughs> I need simplicity, and yeah. So you know, I've, I'm keeping it simple, and I have a plan. And, and it works for you. It works it, for you. So why would you change it? And if it works exactly. for you, it
0: can work for other
1: people. Right. Right. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm so excited that I'm able to share this with other people too. And I'm ha- helping people, um, you know, lose weight and get to their goals and get healthier. And it's been really awesome.
0: Yeah. It's so rewarding. And, you know, it's funny because the, the two people that have helped me most in my fitness journey over the last two years, uh-huh. both of them required food tracking. So one is a trainer that I still work out with once a week, but when uh-huh. to him, he's like, you've got to track. And he's actually he was on the podcast
1: uh, uh-huh. last
0: season. And he was like, you got to track your food. And I was like, okay. And then my uh, husband, now my ex went to him and he's like, you got to track his food. And my husband came home. He's like, I can't track my food. I'm not willing to do that. I don't uh-huh. want to do it. And I was like, gosh, that's too bad. And then I went to a macros coach last year uh-huh. and I, again, I had to track it all. And it was really, really hard because you would uh-huh. missed a couple of days, but I did stick with it. But now I don't, I probably did it for six months and it was challenging, right. but then I just, I kind of know what to do now. And so now I don't have to track and it's good, but right. I mean, you could still help me tremendously. I think it's something we can always use nutrition right. coaching, yes. always.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so are, I, are you, are you a nutrition coach? Is that,
0: I am. That you,
1: okay. I am. I certified now. So I am a health nutrition coach as it's well as a nice. certified fitness instructor. Yep. So, and, and you don't have to have both to do. You don't, have, what, what's so great is that I'm able to help people at different stages of their fitness journey. So people who do work out, who want to, to improve their health or who are just not getting the results that they want in the gym. I can help those people, but I can also help people who are unable to work out or exercise for whatever reason or not willing to, they just don't have any desire to, I can help them get to their goals and achieve health through nutrition. And, you know, when they get to their healthy state, then they would feel so much better and they could incorporate fitness at that point. But you, You don't have to at this point, you know. So if, so if
0: I was overweight and mm-hmm. I came to you and I said, Kim, I got to yeah. start going to the gym. I'm so heavy. I got to go to the gym. What would you say to me?
1: i say, let's look at your nutrition first. Let's oh, dial that. in your to nutrition. Let's focus on that. Let's get some of the weight off. Make healthy habits. Make good choices. Yeah. And then when you get that weight off, you're going to feel so much better. And then we can introduce, you know, going to the gym movement is good. I encourage everybody to do movement. So I don't want to say, Oh, just sit on your couch and just eat. (laughs) (laughs) If you're able to, I have people who for whatever physical, um, things going on in their lives right now are not able to go for a walk. Um, But if you can, then absolutely go for a walk, do some light weightlifting, do some Pilates. But first I say, let's, let's focus on your nutrition. Don't, we don't have to do everything all at once. Let's simplify it one thing at a time and then let's incorporate fitness.
0: Yeah. So, that's yeah. Good. And most, most people do it uh, opposite, right? They go to the gym and they can't right. make any headway and they're frustrated and right. It's all in
1: there. It's all in their kitchen. Their abs are hiding in their kitchen. Exactly. And then people make excuses for like, I don't have time to go to the gym or whatever. So I see a lot of hit and miss. You know, people yeah. come for a little while. You always see in January the gym memberships. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> yeah. I hate January. The gym is act. <laughs> by March it's dying off. I and... know. It's like I have every
0: December, because nobody's really in the gym in December either. Right. So in December I'm like, man, this is great. And then in
1: January I show up and I'm like, What in the right.
0: God dang it?
1: <laughs> yes, I know. It's definitely a different. So, you know, but I, I, what I want to do is I want to help people um, not look at this as a diet, but as a lifestyle change and mm-hmm. to change the way that people um, look at food, you know, it, why are we eating emotionally or because we're bored or, um, mm-hmm. you know, what kind of relationship do we have with food and our society, we have an unhealthy relationship with food right now. Oh, so I, if, people... if we
0: want to celebrate, right. We yeah. should eat the highest sugar content foods we can find. Right. Like, what is it with that? If it's 4th right. of July, we have to overeat. And if it's Memorial Day, we have to barbecue and overeat. And for exactly. Christmas, let's have cookies. And, right. And it's like, what are we doing to ourselves? Right. Really?
1: It is. I know. Yes. It's, we're, we're in a bad, we have bad habits. And I, you yeah. know, a lot of people just don't know. And toxic I did relationships with, food. we do have toxic. <laughs> yes. And you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. I thought I knew. Sure. I thought I knew. I thought, okay, I am a healthy ish person, but there was always something more to learn. And so, yes. So I'm just so there excited to share it with everybody.
0: All right. So <laughs> how, how do we find you if people want your nutrition okay. wisdom, how do they get to you?
1: Okay, well, I am on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram, Living Fresh by Kim, is my handle on Perfect. Instagram, and then on Facebook, it's just my name, my full name, Kimberly Hollinger. Is my main name Mancini. You can find me on there. So love it. I don't have so a website good. or anything. I am the plan, so you can find me through there. But I'd love to help. I'd love to help yes. anybody who out there, or even if you know somebody. Well, you know, I'm fine, but my husband, my sister, whatever, I'd love to help. So it's awesome. Definitely. It's so good. And I'll yes. put links
0: on our Facebook okay. page and I'll put links on my Instagram, and that way people can get to you. Because, um, you know, sometimes it's hard. You're like, I don't know, what was that link? And nobody's, everybody's hard driving or walking or working out right now listening to this. So, right.
1: Perfect. Anyways. Well,
0: thank you so much for coming on my podcast and giving us all your wisdom for free. We didn't get all of it, but we got some really good gems. So if you want more, if you want the real information that's going to help you transform your life, you need to go to Instagram. You need to go to Facebook and send Kim a message and she will help you finally, finally get in shape. Absolutely. Right? And kickstart, it's about kickstarting your metabolism, really. That's yes, the goal.
1: that That's the goal, right? And then just long-term, let's create those habits. Change your life. Absolutely. So. Yes. Well, it was good
0: catching up with you. And you too. We see each other soon. I'm going to come up to Idaho and uh, we're going to walk around because I love Idaho. It's just, it's pretty. My aunt just moved up to Coeur d'Alene. Oh, so, I'm going
1: but, to Coeur this summer. I've never been there. That's right. I remember the whole family's yes. going, right? Yes. We're doing the bike ride thing. Oh, um, so The exciting. bike riding trail. I'm so excited. Yes. We've been here for 15 years. I've never been up to Coeur d'Alene. So wow. yes, super excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have a wonderful trip. I'm sure Thank you, you will. And Thank we you. will talk
0: to you soon. Thanks again, Kim, so much. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our latest episode of Life Takes Shape. Please visit us on Facebook at Life Takes Shape Podcast. We also would love it if you would leave a review either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thanks so much.